Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. We got a trio of threes talking about a four. <laughs> Just because it's called a stereotype doesn't make it a lie. <laughs> you can put that on my greatness statue, that okay. quote right there. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. <laughs> has four thumbs and hates people these guys it's the dryline farmer podcast i don't know landon it might be time to update our intro there i don't know saying what has four thumbs and hates people i don't know i'm I'm getting to where i like people a little bit more what about you oh yeah i'm just glad we have all our thumbs that's true because uh i have a lot of saws out in the barn between the table saw the miter saw and anything else i almost got i lost a thumb doing the um router one time on the router table and that could have been quite dangerous and it and i like i forgot what it did do did it i think it uh kicked back or something and it kind of bumped me into the yeah it, it just kind of skimmed across the bit and i mean dude it was i mean it didn't really hurt me bad at all but i'm just standing there thinking shit i gotta be a little more careful and always i never can remember which way you're supposed to go if you're supposed to go in with the spin or out of the spin, you're always supposed to go into it. So because otherwise it skips past if you uh, run with the uh, when run with the rotation of the router. Did you have Mr. Zimmerman in junior high? I did not. He was a, a yeah. He was questionable on his safety protocols. But uh, guys, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We are excited. Everybody's here. Well, last week we didn't have one. I was down at the Abilene Stock Show. That was the pretty much replacement for the Fort Worth Stock Show. And we had good new, uh, good luck and bad luck. Uh, we One made the sale, one didn't make the sale. But um, nonetheless, we got to have a show anyway. And uh, now we're getting ready to go to a heifer show for a whole, I'm going to say, 30 hours, maybe 36 hours. And it's going to be a real quick trip. But what we have to look forward to is the great, balmy, humid, and sultry weather we got coming up this weekend. Landon and I were going over a couple of the forecasts earlier before we started recording, and um, I'm looking at here on KFDA's website. First of all, Landon, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, Brent. How are you doing? <laughs> it's great. Th- th- thanks for the phone call, Landon. Uh, anyway, we were going over our forecast here, and I got on the KFDA website. And for the weekend, in case you're looking to play some golf, uh, the high for Friday, Saturday, Sunday is... 15, 8, and 9. That sounds like children's ages. I mean, like the typical, you've always got the first one that's older. You hate the kid for like seven years, and you decide to go ahead and have another one. And then by some weird chance, this one's 8, but the last one's 9. So I don't know how that really works out. Yeah. But <laughs> the lows sounds are... Like, sounds like golf scores on the first three holes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 15, 8, and 9. Yeah, you never want that snowman on the second one because, I mean... Why even? Why even keep playing? You know you're not going to have a career low day. Rent, don't we have somebody? Don't we have somebody hired to do the weather? We do. We he may have to uh, do. A, I don't know if he can do forecast that low. He's kind of on the metric system, but uh, he uh, he's back in the states now and kind of laying low. Well, no, actually he's not. He's uh, up and around, and uh, him and Diego are uh, they're doing a good job of um, 
finding day work or whatever. But whatever the case is, those are the highs. And the lows are negative three, negative six, and negative five. Landon, I don't think I can't remember the last time we've had a sub zero Fahrenheit zero temperatures. It's been several been years. It's been years. I know it's been years since we've had negatives. Um, mm-hmm. I hope this is. I don't know what this is a precursor to. What do you think this means? The uh, gra- kill all the bugs. It's gonna what? It'll kill all the bugs. We don't have to worry about bugs this summer. They're all fixing to die. Yeah, that's because none of because none of them lay dormant in the uh, literal ten foot tall shit piles we have laying around all the fields that are getting ready to be spread on. Mm-hmm. Nope, we're all gonna die. It's like a bunch of uh, triceratops took a dump. <laughs> that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> but uh, we're not we're not talking about that today. We thought we'd kind of do a little weather precursor. But we're gonna let Ricardo. Uh, we're gonna let him take the take the helm on that one. Um, we're talking a story that is really, it's really particular, really local. Uh, and it I, hits close to home, Brent. It, it hits close it, to home. Well, it doesn't hit close to my home. Maybe your home, but not to my home. It hits close to our town. We'll say we'll put it that way. But this local story. <laughs> oh God! Please don't start. What? Who is that? Montgomery Gentry or something? Oh my God! <laughs> it's my turn. It's our town. You, you don't get down to the Church of Christ early. You're gonna miss your front pew seat and all that. And Grandpappy takes you out fishing afterwards. Teaches you how to be a man. <laughs> I want to cut those our farmers now. Red or green? <laughs> That's right. Oh man! But um, no, this is actually a story of the Texas Panhandle. About the Texas Panhandle, because everybody in the Texas Panhandle has uh, 15 girlfriends. But no, that's not really the truth. But this story took on, it it crossed the sea, the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, because even the Daily Mail over in England, I guess that's in England, picked up the story. I mean, it went all the way to Fox News and around the world. Of course, Fox News. Yeah, it was on Fox News, man. And um, I just saw the internet clips of it. But uh, yeah, it made uh, all the way up to New York City. There's a... Stanette, and I guess he, I don't know if he's former. I know he's suspended right now. Um, he's, well, he's fired. Oh, he's fired. Okay, so he's he's a former, yeah. he's he's a former lot of things. Gotta, yeah, he got arrested for having a fraudulent document. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, so we're going to talk Jordan, Coll- is it Jordan Collier, Jason Collier? I don't know. One of the, co- Jason. Jason Collier and, um, this former police chief from Stinnett, Texas. And if everybody doesn't know, that's about, is that about as far North as you can get? Is that further than like Derizet or something? We may have to do a, uh, Google earth search right here real quick, but, um, a little more North, a little more North. It's a Northern Texas panhandle. Um, but before before we get to that, that'll be our main segment. I'm going to throw Landon for a loop here because I didn't even uh, give him a heads up on this. But uh, as I said earlier, just came back from the uh, Abilene uh, Livestock Show. And this was the first ever show they had there, um, like I said, due to the fact that um, Fort Worth canceled theirs by some, I don't know, I mean, obviously because of COVID. But Fort Worth pretty much has the largest steer show in the country. Doesn't pretty much. It does have the largest steer show in the country cancel it and these folks um put together this large um replacement for it i think there ended up being about close to 1400 head of steers and it was uh, quite the spectacle so if you're if you're in abilene i passed did fort worth ever cross your mind (laughs) it did it was when when we had the sale it definitely did because it was a little 
It was a little weaker than the uh, Fort Worth. But hey, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth because that was a um, it was better than nothing. So uh, we made the sale. That's the best place to eat in Abilene. Well, there's two really good steakhouses. There's Lytle's and then the, there's the world famous Joe Allen Steakhouse. It's over there. It's been there for ages and it's always been a stock show um, staple if you're going through Abilene. We were actually in Abilene for a stock show there back in the summer for a jackpot. And of course we stopped there. They're kind of the um how do you how do you want to say they do their they're not the garlic the mesquite grill, the mesquite grilled steaks. If you're comparing steaks to anything in Hereford, it's it's probably not very good. <laughs> it does. I would say it outruns <laughs> K Bob's pretty good, and um, the stripes there, uh, the former bit town and country um, <laughs> gas station hamburgers, um, it kind of outruns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Hunan's and Osaki's uh, teriyaki uh, style <clears throat> beef, it's um, it kind of outdoes it. So I'm looking at here, Stinette. Yes, yeah, Stinette is kind of the center of um that would be hutchison county but it's got a whole another county to the north of it before you get to the um, badlands of the oklahoma panhandle but um so what's, this, what's this loop you're going for so as i was saying i came back from the stock show and apparently landon the mullet has made a comeback and i don't know if this is just a stock show thing or or just a farm kid thing but the mullet is back. Have you have you noticed this at all, or is this just like I say? Is this just at the uh, stock shows? No, but I'm I'm glad to hear it because that's a mullet's about the only thing I could grow. <laughs> Landon, if you had a mullet, it would be out of business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> yeah. There wouldn't be would any be, business be in the nothing. front. It would only be a party head it to the would, back. It would only be a party and only one. Uh, nobody's invited, but um. And uh, so me and my nieces were pretty big jokesters when it comes to making fun of people. And there was one kid in particular. <laughs> this kid had the Jerry Curl mullet. I mean, this was a white kid. And he had the cap like sitting, you, so landed like this cap. It's like the, uh, not the brim, but uh, like the front edge of the cap that goes around your head. It's sitting up on top of the forehead. And then the crown, it, it, it's a... It's a tie-dye colored shirt, uh, cap, okay? And then the crown is like, you know, 10 foot tall. And then it, it just sits on top, like on the top crown of his head. It doesn't, he doesn't have it pulled down or anything. And, of course, the brim is flat as a freaking pancake. But this dude, I mean, it was the most legit, uh, I want to say, I think, didn't Alan Jackson, Billy Cyrus's, was his Jerry curled or it, did he dry his? I no, I think Kiss was dry. I think Alan Jackson had the wet curls, or maybe Toby Keith did, back in the uh, <laughs> back in the nineties. But uh, this kid, Man. I mean, he had some like forty weight. This might have been synthetic oil this kid was putting on it. And I mean, you would have thought this guy was the freaking Rico Suave walking around because he was the coolest son of a bitch you saw all day, every day. And um, it was it was a dream come true, but. I mean, uh, kid after uh, teenage boy after teenage boy was coming through the gate, going through the show, and they had they didn't have that was the only Jerry curl one I saw, but they were all the rest of them were curled just because they were natural curled, and there was a few of them that were um, that were just straight natural, and of course they're all blonde. I didn't see a one dark haired 
you know, brunette dude walking around with a mullet. It was all, I don't know what it is about blonde dudes that think the mullet looks great, but um, we'll see what they look like when they're 40 years old. So um, do you think, what do you think the future of the, is this mullet going to have some run in it? It sounds like it's got some legs. <laughs> I would, unfortunately, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know how a fad, how long this, if it's a fad or... It's just a social experiment. Well, it's not an experiment because it's already been proven to be douchey. So it's not an experiment. Mm. So maybe it's just a rehab. They're just re- huh. they're just reinventing the redneck wheel is all I can think. I don't I don't think there's a lot of a lot of trends that get that get they get started at a at a youth <laughs> Yeah at a youth at a youth show. event. <laughs> yeah, at a youth event. I didn't see any Rocky Mountain jeans. I didn't see any Mobetta shirts. I didn't see any uh I saw no. I take that back. I saw. I was fixing to say I didn't see any belts with their name on it, but I'm pretty sure I saw a Dan or a or a or a Brody or a Bodie or something walking around with his name on the back of his uh, <laughs> on the name of the back of his belt. Yeah, do people still wear the belts with their name on the back. That's what I'm talking about. Where were you the last thirty yeah, seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, Sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't see. I didn't see any Bodies or Clays or what <laughs> some other cowboy names. Uh, Colts or <laughs> um, tail <laughs> or who tail tail it's always something weird or a blaze or any um let's see sorrel or <laughs> festus or anything like that I don't I, there were some hosses walking around but they didn't have their name on the back of their belt but um <laughs> so uh, it was it was pretty concerning that uh, the mullet was um on its way back. So I don't know if it's on its way back, but it's just being socially accepted. But, um, if it's on its way back, it's probably on its way out. It's going to be on its way. It's going to be on probation before we know it, because, uh, I've seen too many live PDs to know that. Um, what, what was the, uh, now you're the expert in this. There is a, is it a TV show or a movie? I think it's a TV show where the guy, he's dark headed. He's got a, he's got the Jerry curled mullet. Oh, what is it, Landa? You would know. You would know if I could remember it. But um, anyway, I mean, there was, like I said, there was no brunette dudes walking around. It was all blonde mullets and all the br- uh, brown-haired guys. They all had their, uh, they had them high and tight. So, um, props to the props to the brunette world there. But um, I just, it was just something that I saw that was concerning, and um, I think it's going to be here. Not, I'm not going to say for the long haul, no pun intended, but. Um, It'll be here for a little while now. Um, what was your take on? Now you were in this. You were in the same era as me. What was your take on the Rocky Mountain jeans? Were they? Uh, what was your take on those back in the day? I never had any. Um, <clears throat> oh, well, when that... it comes to clothes, I was pretty basic. I was. <laughs> I was a pair of Levi's and a t-shirt, and that's about it. That's that's pretty much my high school outfit right there. Yeah, but a on... t-shirt with Levi's jeans. And if it was cold, a hooded sweater. Yeah, and so when are you going to be changing that uh, that outfit? Because you're pretty much well, the same right now. Kinda, yeah, I've kind of adjusted to the long sleeve tee. You're you've uh, gotten a little more. Got to stay out of the sun. Is that called? Is that considered business formal at Hereford Grain Co-op? <laughs> What's a business formal <laughs> at Hereford Grain Co-op? Clean pants. <laughs> You got the you got the long sleeve tee underneath the polo t-shirt. Yeah. I my favorite, I see now I'm wondering if the wife beater is going to make a comeback. 
Because it did go a while. I mean, there's still some, Man. huh? Maybe the maybe the gray wife beater. I don't know about the white one. The gray. The color beater. of the wife beater. I don't ever remember seeing the gray wife beater a lot. Was it popular? No, but that's you know maybe it could be the reason it comes back. <laughs> Why? How can it come back from something that never was? <laughs> the gray. That's how the wife beater could come back. Not, so okay, answer me this: What's the point of the wife beater, especially if you're wearing a white button down? Light, uh, a thin material Wrangler pearl snap shirt. Well, no, because none of those, those are all thick. Well, they're like denim style. But say you've got the thin the mater- only- But you, and you can see, like, what does the wife beater, what does it, what's the purpose of it? What's purpose does it serve? I think, I think there's, I think there's three purposes of it. Number one is if you want the world to know that you beat your wife. Hang on, hang on. Let me get a pen. <laughs> that you're a domestic abuser, okay? Yes. Um, two is if you are a 130-pound high school kid that just recently put on three pounds of muscle <laughs> and you want the world to know. And number three is if you are fat and out of shape and have lost it, but you still want everybody to think that you still have it, that's the, that's so, the last one. So is it... Those are the only three reasons I've ever seen. So you... Okay, so yeah, they, you can't all be. Can you be? You can either be. You can be one and two, or you can be one and three, but you can't be two and three. Okay, I got it. So you're either 130 yeah. pounds, you're either 230 pounds, or you're a domestic abuser, high school kid. Okay, the, does the kid my have favorite the favorite life story of all time? Do what? Go ahead. Oh. I was going to say my favorite wife beater story of all time was at my sister's high school graduation. We're sitting in the stands at the football field <laughs> and here comes this guy to see his daughter graduate high school. <laughs> He's in a wife beater, <laughs> just a wife beater. No, no overshirt. I mean, nope. Just a, just a 300 pound guy in a wife beater watching oh. his daughter graduate high school. Man, that's beautiful. It was great. That is beautiful. I love it. But, uh, <laughs> but I just, I'm like the, for, for a serious moment, the the actual purpose of it doesn't I mean I guess it keeps your gut warm is about all it does because you have no obviously no sleeves you have no collar so you know your most vulnerable parts of your upper body to being chilly are um, exposed so I don't know it's yeah, all uh, that all that mass is exposed yeah so I don't get it but uh, maybe maybe if they came out with a V neck wife beater. Would it be a That'd white? Be pretty sweet. It would be a little classier. Would it? It still wouldn't have sleeves, though. No. I can't believe you had to say in all seriousness. What do you think this is? <laughs> hey, come on, man! I just came back from the. I just came back from the stock show, man. There were mullets walking all over the place. I'm a little discombobulated. Well, guys, we got to get out of this here before we start losing IQ points and um, our parole officer starts calling us in. So we're going to get to uh, Radar Ricardo. He's going to give us a frigid, and I mean a pincha frio forecast coming up here. And we're talking Jason Collier and who wants to marry a police chief in Stinnett, Texas. All that next on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Hey, Chile Powderman. 
Ricardo, thanks a lot. Hey, man, you need to get a a little more straightened out on your love life as well because I don't, you know, your your lives are only as good as your uh, tightest slip or loosest slipped friends, I guess I should say. But um, that's I guess that's Diego's responsibility since y'all are thick as thieves. But um, nonetheless, guys, uh, that's gonna get us into the. Um, I don't know if it's really. This would be a hell of a Jerry Springer episode, but um, whatever the case, we're talking love in the Texas Panhandle on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. All right, Landon. Now, um, as um, I guess the world knows now about Jason Collier, that um, this dude was, um, without saying the obvious characteristics or um, judgments of this guy, what would you call this guy before, like, creepy? Are you impressed with him in any way? No, not really. No. Okay. What's funny is you say the whole world knows, but probably the one, probably the place that knows less than, than the rest of the world is probably Stanet, where yeah. it's actually from. probably <laughs> happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this guy is going to be known. No, as, I was just going to say this guy is going to be known as the Monica Lewinsky of the Texas Panhandle. If you think about it, because I mean, this guy. This happens, I mean, this is obviously above and beyond, but this kind of type of thing happens every day in America, every day in the world, and it doesn't make the local news, let alone, you know, national, uh, you know, also global news via Fox News and the Internet. But um, nonetheless, so you're not, so you're not impressed with him. So that, I said this, that says something about your character. But, um... So we're Landon and I are going to go over. Um, at least I am. I'm over on this heavy 
Jason.com website, and they wrote five fast facts you need to know about Jason Collier. But um, now, were you going to say something? I bet I broke your train of thought, didn't I? No, you're good. You're good. Okay, so uh, if you have lived under a rock for the last, I don't know, when did this when did this kind of hit? A month ago or something? <clears throat> Let's see. This is dated a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, a couple weeks ago. So. Over on heavy.com, this is, who is it written by? It doesn't say. Usually you're supposed to like, oh, here we go, by Tom Cleary, February 2nd. So this one's just. Um, Groundhog Day. Hmm. <laughs> Blank. Ain't, ain't that poetic justice. This guy was living Groundhog Day over and over <laughs> and over again. This guy's the Bill Murray of love affairs. But um, so uh, Jason Collier, he is the. I guess we're going to have to change the tense of this to Jason Collier was the chief of the Stinnett Police Department. Now, we're not so this isn't like NYPD blue. I mean, they have like four full time. What did it say? They have four full time officers and like two like um, citizens auxiliary police or something, you know, there. But um, he was the uh, Stinnett Police Department who was put on leave after a Facebook post from a woman who says she un, was unknowingly his mistress accused him of living a double-slash-triple life with at least two girlfriends while he is married with four children. The Facebook post quickly went viral, spreading throughout Collier's small northern Texas panhandle city of 1,800 people and across the Internet, i.e. the world. He was arrested, uh, interestingly enough, on January 28th by the Texas Rangers and booked into the Hutchison County Jail record show do you think they have a key in between the two cells just like they did in Mayberry? Because <laughs> I'm thinking this isn't a very hard, hardcore <laughs> maximum security facility. I'm guessing I'm guessing probably not. Probably. He probably knows where the secret key is, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. It's under brick seven on the east wall or something, yeah. But um, And he was arrested for forging, uh, forging a government record with the intent to defraud or harm. Um, which is a state jail I wonder, felony. I wonder what all. I wonder what all he was using his handcuffs for. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think he ever accidentally arrested anybody with some velvet handcuffs? Because that would be kind of awkward. <laughs> instead yeah, of that would be. instead of pulling out a taser, he's got like a French tickler in his holster or something. It's like, come here, I'll tickle you. I'll tickle a, you. He's got a gag. <laughs> I will light you up. He's got a gag in there. <laughs> yeah, he's got a ball gag. Oh, it doesn't say anything. You have in... a ball gag with your handcuffs. Uh, yeah. That's that's not a nightstick. I mean, how much leather... <laughs> and think about how much leather cops wear. They got the leather belt, the leather holster, the leather shoes. There's probably leather in their, you know, their mountainy hats. Um, I don't know if there's leather in their... Criminal... I don't know if there's leather Criminals in their bullet truth vest. Criminals are wondering what? Criminals are probably wondering why. They're probably wondering why his nightstick was so wobbly. <laughs> to overuse, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, and so anyway, it goes back to say his wife has filed for divorce. Um, Ces uh, uh, Cecily, you think that is? Cecilia, it's not Cecilia. Cecily Steinmetz. I think it's. Yeah, whatever the case. Skank Steinmetz. No, no, that she was a good girl. A 39-year-old Amarillo woman first exposed to uh, Collier in a January 26 Facebook post. Um, so we're, we're going to go ahead and get into these um, five fast facts real quick. But uh, first it says she tagged. <laughs> when you tag an entire town 
in your exposing Facebook post because it says Steinmetz tagged the city of Stanett and wrote, Chief Jason Collier <laughs> is living a double, triple life. This, you know, if you don't go any further, basically you're you're insist you're intimating that he he screwed every woman in the city of Stanett because he tagged the city of Stanett. Says Jason Collier is living a double triple life. I was his girlfriend until yesterday. He lied to me and presented me with fake annulment documents. <sighs> when I found out he was That's married. A double triple. Yeah, this is the guy. This is the first quadruple double in uh, in um, infidelity history. In, in dating history. <laughs> yeah, in dating history. Oh, uh, let's see. I got to fix my microphone here because it's getting wobbly from overuse. All right, let's see. And he lied to me and presented me with fake enrollment documents when I found out he was married. I also found out about a second girlfriend, Christy, last night. And he has lied to us, our children, and asked us both to marry him. Uh okay. So um my first question before Can I ask you a question? Oh, you've got a question. Go ahead. I got a question for you. If you let's just say for the sake of argument, if you'd been married twice and you were I mean you were on your second marriage, would you want two more fiancés? <laughs> what I want on top of the second wife? Right. Not like not like physically, but you know, hey. <laughs> um no, not really. I mean, I, I, I've said this before. Not only would I not do that because it's wrong and bad, evil, but I'm just not ambitious enough. So no, that's a hard, that's a hard pass. Because I mean, why? I mean, unless you're just that kind of. And that, did, did did you see anywhere how old he is? Well, no, I, we know how old he is. He's like two years older than us, isn't he? Because he's, he's from. Yeah, he's a year older than me. Oh, you my. remember? You remember him in high school at all? I don't. I don't remember him at all. Uh. Uh-uh. But so yeah, this guy grew up in Hereford. So um, this guy is extremely a lo- He's a, he's not a local. Does is this the uh, is this the headline where it says small uh, small town kid does good good or how does that how does it go or whatever? Um, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like he's so- gonna have some stories. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have some stories of his 25 year reunion. <laughs> oh man, boy, what I mean. <laughs> but uh, so my question is: is what do you think he had all these chicks labeled as in his phone? Because let's say you know, so this one's Cecilia or C- Cecily or whatever. I mean, what do you think he named them? Like, because um, you know, back in the day when guys were playing the field before they got married, they'd have. You know, Jessica labeled as Tom and, you know, Mary labeled as, I don't know, Jason or something. What what do you think the names, he, the covert names he had for these chicks were? Was it simply one, two, three, four, and five or what? <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> Mary, Mary, uh, Carly, and yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, Seymour, maybe. <laughs> see, yeah, Seymour. Uh huh. Amarillo, because one of them was from Amarillo. So, number one it said, Collier wished a happy anniversary to his wife in a September Facebook post saying, I fall short daily of being a godly husband. So, the actual text of it says, Do what? He said, At least he's honest. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of beat me to the punch there. So, uh, the actual text of that post is, Happy anniversary to my beautiful bride. I couldn't imagine doing this life without you. 
I know I fall short daily of being the godly husband, but I know I will work hard to be the man you deserve. God has blessed me with you, and I can't wait to see what all he has in the works for us. Thank you for loving me, sacrificing for us, and walking the life beside me. I love you. Here's to many more years and many memories to come. Landon, name one thing in that post that's a lie. I mean, <laughs> because well, first off, he should first off he should have started with a postscript that said, "P.S. Sorry about tomorrow," because <laughs> <laughs> because the shit hit the fan not long after that. <laughs> well, and they've got, so in this in this screenshot, they boxed out his wife's face, even though on the Google on like the first search of Google results, um, it's got you know the full picture, but um, still there. So I mean. I could go, I had I'd go I mean she's you know I guess she's a pleasant looking lady she's no beauty queen or anything but I'm going to go ahead and say beautiful bride okay so that's subjective so I'm not going to say that's a lie um then he says I couldn't imagine doing this life without you that's not false <laughs> oh, I he just didn't say <laughs> he just didn't say the only thing that could be a lie in that is a lie of omission. He should have said, I couldn't imagine doing this life without you and a whole lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the pretty much the fake annulment papers kinda kinda nips that one in the bud right there. <laughs> and then the next line, I know I fall short daily of being the godly husband. Uh yeah, that's not a lie. But no, I will work hard yeah. to be the man you deserve. Now, okay, maybe that one blows it up because unless she's a bad chick, she probably deserves a good man. So he's going to be working hard. But he, but he also doesn't say he could have said. But I know I will work hard to be the good man you deserve. He just says man, and we know all men are dogs. So, <laughs> and then he says God has blessed me with you, and I can't wait to see what He has. He has in the works for us. Um, I would be more concerned about what he has in the works for you, homeboy. But um, let's see. And then he thanks her for loving him, sacrificing for him, and walking this life beside me. And yet again, he should have said, and a whole lot of other people. So um, then he says, here's to many more years and many memories to come. Oh, Jason. And And many more over... And many more overtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, overtime and here's to much more overtime, <laughs> working long hours in the city. So, uh, yeah. All right. So that's number one. Okay. Got a lot of stake. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Can you imagine the tax liability on that? Good Lord. So um, that, that's pretty much. I want to know how much a police makes. This sounds, this sounds expensive. So uh, that's, that was getting, we're on the same page here. So, um, number two, call your, this is fast fact. Number two, call your work for several police departments in Texas before being hired as Stinnett's police chief in February, 2020. He had worked for 21 years. He worked as an officer, a detective, and briefly as the chief of police of the Sunray police department. He has more than 21 years of law enforcement experience as was named as the Stinnett Police Department Chief in February 2020. You know, some people had a bad 2020. I would say this guy's 2020 is one to remember, too. So the Hutchinson County has three other full-time police officers and three reserve officers. Also <laughs> known as Larry Moen Curley. But, um, okay. Call, call it reserve. <laughs> yeah. 
So, in another Facebook post, we uh, that just says how the announcement of uh, the new chief of police, Jason Collier, married with four kids, an ordained minister. God knows what website he got that from. Uh, 21 years of law enforcement, FBI trilogy graduate. Oh, yeah, he's a trilogy graduate, all right. <laughs> he's got more sequels than a Star Wars series. <laughs> uh, master. I'm going to come in. You're going to what? Go out and say that his 2020 was. I'm yeah. going to go out and say on a limb and say that his 2020 is probably going to be better than his 2021. <laughs> I'm going to say this guy probably exposed more people to COVID than anybody else in the country. So uh, he was yeah. also a te- state of Texas Medal of Valor recipient. So um, going back to Landon's question, how much did this guy make? I'm going to say chief of police of a small town. I mean, he's probably not going to make more than, what, 50,000, 60,000, you think? Probably. So that lends to my next question. Who was paying for all of those dinners slash condoms? <laughs> yeah. Slash engagement ring. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how many he was handing out, but I'm hoping he was uh, wearing some rain gear for all that stuff because that dude was... Um, you think he wore a... I bet this guy was not a mask wearer either. What do you want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come out. I'm going to go out and say that they probably weren't waiting till marriage. No, I'm saying they probably weren't either. So, um, little like he worked... He, uh, let's see. According to his LinkedIn profile, I didn't know cops needed LinkedIn. I figured it'd be like locked in or something. Um, he was in Gray County from January. So these are pretty short stints. January 2016 to June 2016. Then he was a customer experience supervisor for Greyhound Lines, Inc. What do you think a customer experience supervisor does? Does he change out the blue water in the bathroom in the back of the bus or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And I don't then, know. and he did Probably that. Want to know? Oh man! Before he looked like Clark Griswold going into Vegas. <laughs> Before being hired as an officer <laughs> in Borger, he was the chief of police in Sunray from Oct 2015 to January 2016. Was a detective with the Pampa Police Department from 2010 to 2015. So that was his longest stint, and was the chief of police, a chief of the Rawls Police Department from 08 to 2010. He also worked as a lieutenant with the Friona Police Department. So he's still not working his way up to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine just yet. My favorite, my favorite part of all this is how close the Stinnett's city manager's name is to Dirk Diggler. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Dirk Downs. Oh, man, that's Dirk pretty Dirk Downs. <laughs> well, any, any, anybody with the first name of Dirk, I wonder what Dirk is short for, Dirkson or something. <laughs> I don't either, but, um, and then it goes through some of his, uh, other, um, achievements, but, um, and he went to Hereford high school and graduated from 1998. So he's just a year ahead of me, but, um, so he were, he awarded, he was awarded a medal of valor in Pampa after two other officers. He helped two other officers save another officer after he was shot during a standoff. Collier helped drag the wounded officer to safety. Um, that day will be a day I remember for the rest of my life to see my brother get hurt. Told that he told the news station, "Oh, if you only knew what you were gonna do." And it goes on to say, "Yeah, he's an ordained minister with the religious organization Our Brothers Keeper." <laughs> Lennon, I'm surprised he's not in an organization called Hoes Before Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Collier's wife was also on the board of our Brothers Keeper, the religious organization. So, um, 
They're asked to step down from the board of directors. So fast fact number three here. Collier's girlfriends compared stories about him, including videos and photos he had sent them, and excuses and excuses he made for why he was away on Steinmetz's Facebook page. Um, so he used the, and Landon and I went over, we had an episode about dating websites several, or last year or something. I don't know if you ever heard this one, Landon. You were out of the picture, probably. You were off the market before this one probably came online, but he was on the Plenty of Fish dating site profile, or dating site. <laughs> I am pretty certain I wouldn't be going on the right one then. Yeah, yeah. So, um... It just goes on about more Facebook posts um, where she's busting him and everything. Let's see. What else do I have? <laughs> you think this guy showed up to the casino night and said, I'm about to drop a deuce on everybody <laughs> because uh, two queens on wedding, on casino night. Um, on his plenty of fish profile, it said looking for friendship and then more from there. Did he mean more people or just more of the relationship? <laughs> Not looking for a hookup, sincere conversation, building trust and relationship first. This dude is, I mean, this guy is the O.J. Simpson of lying. I mean, it's just, it's really impressive. So, um, let's see. So, another story here says, my mother, Angie, caught, this is from one of the the, uh, mistresses. No, no, no. This is from Angie Cogdell Bowman. She posted on the Stinnett's Facebook page saying Collier had done the same thing to her. Another woman, Heather Owen, posted photos with Collier and shared other details. Um, so that's one, two, three. So fast fact number four, Collier sent an apology video to Steinman saying he feels like the biggest piece of shit and didn't mean to hide anything or lie. Uh, yeah, you did. That's exactly what you meant to do. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to hide anything from you until I got caught. Yeah, right. Sorry I got caught. Uh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, I just want you to forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In the video, in his police radio, can be heard <laughs> in the background. <laughs> honey, honey, I'm so sorry. We've got a 924 seven unit 733 respond. Yeah. Hang on. I'm I'm apologizing. Oh, you Copy that. We've got an officer down. <laughs> Uh, he has been gaslighting me all day to acting like I'm crazy and that everything, this is Steinman's writing. Uh, he has been gaslighting me today, acting like I'm crazy and that everything I've found isn't him. Landon, remind me, uh, refresh my memory on gaslighting. <laughs> is that a, mo- a funny word, Brent. I mean, I, I mean, I know I, I think used to kind of somebody off. So Gaslight says manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. In the fir- and it gives a context. In the first episode, Karen Valentine is being gaslighted by her husband. <laughs> they could have used Jason Collier is being <laughs> is gaslighting his nice. his girls. Oh shoot. All I can think of when I see the word gaslighting is Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, pretty much. Just give me the number. Oh, no, actually, that was um, <laughs> that was a um, Harry that got yeah, lit got, on no, fire. There's a part where Jim Carrey farts. Oh, oh, lighter. farts and lots it on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm embarrassed, pissed off, and humiliated. Um, when I started questioning him about more things today, he turned it on me and said we weren't compatible anymore because he doesn't feel like I have a relationship with God and don't go to church. 
So I'm pretty sure uh, this guy's got a relationship with a deity, but I don't, or not a deity. I think he's got it with a supernatural power, but it ain't God. So, uh, he said her straight. Yeah. Boy, he lied her. Yeah. He gaslit her up, didn't he? So this yeah. may be one of my favorite facts of the whole deal. Uh, number five, finally, the drama has sparked memes and Facebook pages calling for Netflix or Lifetime to turn the story into a movie or TV series. Um, the drama surrounding Collier has spawned memes and Facebook groups comparing it to a Netflix or Lifetime series. One group, Jason Collier Netflix series, has more than 34,000 members, and Landing, Landon is a pilot member, aren't you? I'm one of the founding members. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Somebody named Schaefer wrote on Facebook, gosh, this is a friggin' Lifetime movie. This uh, and this guy, and I saw this. I didn't watch it, but this guy calls it the Ballad of Jason Collier. And um, I got bet it. I may. This guy that smokes with his mom. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to play it here. Landon won't be able to hear it, but let's see. Let's see if everybody can this hear it. the Ballad of Jason Collier. Just, just bear with poor, us, Landon. Poor man. Anybody's oh, gonna yeah, re-record this and make it big. Thank you for label. <laughs> Jason had him a mistress. Okay, he had himself too. Cecily and Christy. Cecily. Maybe is that what you think it is, Cecily? Utah, watch. That was his fatal I love, flaw. Oh. I love songs that are factual. That are what? That are factual. Oh yeah, because it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Guys, I think this is a great way to fade out this episode of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Landon, why don't you give us a shout and tell us where we can find you at on the on the uh, World Wide Web. No Twit Landon 44. That's right. And you can find the Dryline Farmer Podcast everywhere podcasts are found. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and of course, the Global Ag Network. So, um, guys, until next time, y'all be safe. Y'all have fun out there. And be sure to wear two layers. And take that jock strap off of your head, just like they did in the halftime show yesterday on the Super Bowl. Landon, thanks for joining us. Be sure to keep that water running so it doesn't freeze. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on?
Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.